0: This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology Annual Meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we are at the ASH Annual Meeting with Dr. Hans Lee. Thank you so much for being here today. Would you like to give us a, an introduction of yourself and your research interest?
1: Uh, thank you, Lynn. Uh, my name is Hans Lee. I'm an associate professor at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas uh, in the Department of Lymphoma Myeloma. I'm also the director of multiple myeloma clinical research at MD Anderson, and I uh, treat uh, patients with multiple myeloma. And I'm also um, engaged uh, in clinical research in multiple myeloma with new therapies that might be effective in multiple myeloma.
0: Incredible, and thank you again for your time today. So first question I wanted to ask, just as a, to get into things is, uh, could you give an, a brief overview of the Linker MM1 study and what it's set to accomplish? The Linker MM1 study um, is a clinical trial evaluating a
1: drug called Limvaciltumab which is a BCMA bispecific T-cell antibody in relapsed refractory multiple myeloma. And there are two parts of the study, the phase one dose escalation, which tries to identify the optimal dose of Limbosiltumab. And the phase two part of the study um, looked at two separate doses of Limbosiltumab at either 50 milligrams or 200 milligrams to optimize the dose selection of the drug
0: incredible thank you for that and um what were the results that you presented from the study so at this year's
1: ash meeting in 2023 it really reflects two key things one is a more mature longer follow-up so the median follow-up at this year's ash meeting is reporting data uh, with a median fall of 8.1 months uh, in addition the second key aspect is that this is the first time that the primary endpoint of the study which is over response rate as adjudicated by the independent review committee is being reported uh, in the study. Uh, in summary, um, in the 200 milligram dose cohort, which is the recommended dose of Limbosiltamab moving forward based on earlier safety and efficacy data, 117 patients were enrolled in the study. They were heavily pretreated treated with a median of five prior lines of therapy. Uh, 80% of patients were called triple-class refractory, refractory to the three main myeloma drugs, IMIDs, protein inhibitors, and anti-CD38 monoclonal antibodies. Over a quarter of the patients were over the age of 75. And uh, what the results showed was that the over-response rate at the 200 milligram cohort was 69% with the majority of patients attaining what we call a very good partial response barrier, so a deep response, 59%. Um, I would mention, though, that actually just earlier this week there was a press release with an even later data cut of Limbus Ultimate at a median follow-up of 11 months. And what we saw was that actual responses uh, seemed to deepen over time. So with this longer follow-up at 11 months, the over-response rate by the IRC was 71%, with a 46% uh, complete response rate.
0: I'm curious, were there any limitations in this study that you, your team, experienced that you'd like to address in maybe a phase three trial? Uh, so, um, you know, in terms of um,
1: the safety profile of the study, you know, one thing um, that we're always uh, watching very closely is uh, CRS and the rates of cytokine release syndrome. Overall, the rates of uh, side effects were low in this study, 46 percent, majority being what we call grade one in severity. Um, another adverse event of uh, special interest is in infection. So, uh, about 37 percent of patients had grade three or higher infection. So, you know, moving forward, um, you know, we're always looking for ways to optimize CRS management and infection management. And of course, this will be looked at very closely in, in future studies uh, with Limbaceltumab. Um, but, really, the, um, the positive data with the Linker MM1 study has then uh, led to a, a number of other studies with uh, evaluating Limbaceltumab and other um, uh, areas of myeloma. So, for instance, the Linker MM3 study is a randomized phase, you say, evaluating Limbaceltumab compared to standard care therapy um, and comparing uh, specifically to elotuzumab, pomalidomide, dexamethasone, and earlier lines of prior therapy. So uh, this uh, will hopefully provide confirmation of the efficacy of linvaciltumab in a randomized study uh, in this particular patient population.
0: Since you know multiple myeloma is such a rapidly evolving treatment landscape, how is um, linvaciltumab unique as a treatment option for relapsed refractory myeloma patients?
1: Uh, that's a great point you make, Lynn, and that the treatment landscape for multiple myeloma is evolving very rapidly. We're very excited that there's a number of new immunotherapies uh, available for our patients, including bispecific antibodies and CAR T therapies that target different antigens such as BCMA and GPRC5D. And um, you know what we're seeing is that these uh, drugs are very effective in late relapse refractory multiple myeloma. Ultimately, as the treatment landscape evolves. These treatments will be used in earlier lines of therapy and even newly diagnosed patients uh, because we're really seeing incredible efficacy with these therapies uh, and uh, the safety profile also seems to be promising with many of these therapies as well. So the risk benefit ratio is is strongly in favor of these
0: treatments. Incredible. Thank you. And um, we're definitely excited to hear more about uh, the future results and studies and stuff like that. So thank you so much for your time today, Doc. Lee. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Lynn.